Hello and welcome back to The Pivot Podcast. I am your host, Ali Cates. And on this week's episode, we are going over how in the world to face and manage your emotions without being exhausted and burnt out by the whole process. So if you do not know, I actually have a free webinar that I'm going to link in the show notes below. That's really great. You can actually go back and rewatch it in real time. Yes, I know exciting things all about this topic. So I break it down. It is an hour long webinar. There's a Q&A at the end. And I've got some great feedback that I had someone reach out after the webinar and said, this is exactly what I needed to hear in this moment. So if you were in it, you're like, how do I face my emotions? How do I even start? I want to just kind of dive into some highlighted points about how to face your emotions without being exhausted by the process. So this is really about people that want to regain control of their emotions without being scared or slow down by the process. And you might look differently coming into this topic. You might want to take the next step in managing your emotions and overcoming your limiting beliefs, but you're not sure where to start. Or maybe you feel like you've tried all the things and you're still feeling stuck. Lastly, you might think, I just need an effective strategy. I need to build the bottom of my house without Let me start over on that example. You might think I just need to build a solid foundation right now without like figuring out the rest of it. I just need that solid foundation. So I get it. I'm here for you. This is free coaching right here. So I want you to really take notes. Okay. So I don't know about you guys, but what is so interesting to me is that in this world of Talking about emotions and trauma, it's really easy to use what I call the copycat method. And I've done it, so I am a pro at this. But let's say that you follow like a psychologist or you follow a blogger or you follow someone that is in the mental health space and you think, okay, well, they have a similar background in what I've been through. They have a similar understanding of what I know around trauma and emotional pain. Whatever they're doing must work for me. And it's so easy to do this. It's so, so, so easy to do this because when you're eager to move forward, when you're eager in your healing, when you're eager to find relief, you'll you'll follow every single breadcrumb that someone leaves behind in order to help you move forward, right? No shame in this. Every one of us does it. But what's important to call out in that scenario is that you are unique and different. So what works for one person might not work for you. And that's what's so important to remember because it's the example that I give is it's like trying on a pair of jeans, right? So you might try on and raise your hand in in your car, wherever you're listening to me right now, if you know how freaking hard it is to find a pair of jeans, I know I do. I have a very certain hip to waist ratio. I know it fits me. I know what does not. But it's like trying on my friend's pair of jeans that I know will not fit me because she or they have a different type of body than I do and then being pissed off that it didn't fit. So that's very similar when you are trying to figure out what your next step is and you're like, why is this not working? And then you're in this stop and start cycle. So you're constantly in this, what I like to call patchwork mode, right? 
So imagine that you're building your house, okay? Let's say you find a perfect piece of land and it kind of has a solid foundation. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna throw up the roof because if you don't know about housing, everyone's worried about the rain. So you throw up the roof, you kind of jerry-rig some walls together and you're like, I'll just work backwards. This is the same thing that happens is that you get into this patchwork mode. You start like throwing on the roofs, you start tacking the house together, you start putting on the house and the roof caves in and then you have to fix the roof, right? You get where I'm going with this. And that's why you become burnt out is because you're in patchwork mode instead of maintenance mode. And in maintenance mode, what you do in maintenance mode is you do the fun stuff of the house. Like you get to throw the interior design together. You get to switch out some pillows. You might throw up some lights during the holidays if that's your thing. But when you're in maintenance mode, you're really focusing on fine tuning the tools that you know work for you, right? When you're in patchwork mode, you're constantly stopping and starting the cycle. So if you like patch up part of a wall and then you patch up something else and then you have to go back to the wall and patch it up because it wasn't patched up correctly. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's this constant start and stop cycle. And this is what happens when you copycat other people and what they're doing specifically in their healing. You are taking their strategies that they've probably worked hard to figure out worked for them and you're applying them to your life. But the thing is, is that a strategy that works for someone else might not work for you because you might have different things that you need in your healing formula, okay? So I'm gonna break this down. I'm gonna use myself as example, and I just wanna give a disclaimer is that, once again, what works for me might not work for you, and that's why it's so important to lay a very sturdy foundation down so that you can figure out, okay, this is the foundation that is going to help me build my emotional health muscle for the rest of my whole life. And I get so passionate about this topic because I see it so much. I see people try different things, try different types of strategies without actually laying down a foundation and a knowledge and a framework for how they find which strategies and techniques work for their mental and emotional health. So let me break this down. So when I first started doing this work on myself, I was 21, 2021, and I had been to therapy in like childhood. I'd been to therapy in teenage years. I even went to therapy in college. And every single time I went to the therapist, which I was doing talk therapy or what we call psychotherapy. And every single time I went, they were like, you know what, Ali, you're pretty logical. You like understand what's going, which not to say that like people that go to talk therapy aren't logical, but they were saying like, you know, when we tell you how to use these tools that we're giving you, you're using them. Like, I think you're good. I think you don't need our support anymore. And it was when Ryan's one of Ryan's best friend passed away my junior year of college I had a friend pass away and then Ryan had a friend pass away within like four months of each other and then from that point on we had seven people close to us pass away in three years so from overdose suicide cancer you name it etc and it really rocked me and it brought up so much of my shit that I had shoved down and saved for a rainy day And so prior to this, when I was in college, you know, when I was in high school, when I was younger, going to therapy, they were always like, you're fine. You got this. You're good to go. But I always felt like something was off. And then these deaths brought up so much of my childhood stuff that I had shoved down and forgotten about because literally your brain forgets, your body remembers, right? especially with trauma, your brain forgets what happens because it wants to protect you, but your body keeps a score. Your body remembers what has happened even if your brain disconnects. And so I was 
fresh out of college. We had another death. I was so sad. I was so depressed. I was so beside myself. My then boyfriend, now husband at the time, had lost one of his very best friends and we were shook, like so shook. And um, I just remember being like, this can't be it. Like this feeling that I'm feeling can't really be it, right? And prior to that, when I was like 19, I had tried hypnotherapy for a couple of times. It didn't really, it didn't do what I thought it was going to do for me. Um, And then I went down this kind of rabbit hole, right, of trying different techniques. But when I, when I was fresh out of college was when I was like, okay, I'm going to continue this rabbit hole and try every single healing technique that anyone has ever told me because I'm so desperate right now and I don't know what the fuck is happening. So excuse my language, but that's the only way I could describe that. So I remember doing CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. I tried EMDR. I tried hypnotherapy, like I mentioned. I tried ketamine, like all these different kind of like healing techniques to really help with this trauma that I was feeling. And every single time I tried a different technique and the list goes on, right? Those are just a couple examples. But every single time that I tried a different technique, I was like, why is this not working for me? Like it might have given me a little bit relief, but I was really in that copycat method because I didn't know. I didn't have a foundation for what was going to work for me. I didn't really have a knowledge base. I didn't really understand what was true for me, right? And so what's so important that I found in myself and also helping other individuals find what works for them is that when you just try something on, when you just try a pair of jeans on, when you just try the copycat method on, you're copying the technique that someone else has used. So when I tried EMDR, when I tried hypnotherapy, when I tried CBT, like all of these things, I was just trying them on thinking like, this is somehow going to shift the way that I'm feeling. But what, why it didn't work was because I didn't have a foundation for truly knowing what was happening. So I didn't have a foundation to acknowledge my emotions. I didn't have a foundation to know how to boost my emotional intelligence. And I didn't have a foundation for claiming my inner authority of who I am and what I need in order to make things work. So I didn't know myself on a deeper level to know what strategy was going to work. And that's why it's so important. It's like building a house. You start with the foundation, you have a solid foundation, you do the walls, you put on the roof, and then you do the interior design, you invite people over. And what I was doing and what I see a lot of people doing is they kind of have a shaky foundation. It might work. They kind of jerry-rig these walls together and they throw up the roof because they're going to work backwards because the rain's coming. Like there's always this kind of like scarcity mindset, like, oh, something's going to happen. So I just got to figure it out right now. And that, that isn't sustainable. That technique, that growth strategy isn't sustainable for the rest of your life. It might help for six months. It might, you know, keep you in that patchwork stop and start, but it creates this burnout and exhaustion because you're not finding what truly works. And not even that you're not finding what truly works, you're not actually having a foundation to even then explore what truly works for yourself, right? So if you don't know about trauma, if you don't know how it sits in your body, if you don't know the tools and techniques to move it out of your body, if you don't even know how to acknowledge your pain and emotions, you keep on shoving it down. If you don't know more about your relationships, how you function in them, et cetera, all of these things that we teach inside of Emotional Health Accelerator, you will have a hard time figuring out what strategy works for you 
because you won't know yourself on a deeper level to know what strategy works for you, right? It's like going to the store to try on a pair of jeans, thinking that your body type is one way, thinking that you have a certain like hip to waist ratio and then trying on the jeans and being pissed off that they didn't work. But really you're so disconnected from your body. You don't actually know your hip to waist ratio. So you're trying on different sizes of jeans that don't actually work. And that is what is so mind boggling to me. And what really like shifted the game for me was when I was able to really look at myself, my life, the things that have happened and been like, okay, I have a solid foundation for what I need. I actually know myself on a deeper level to know what works and what doesn't. And the thing about healing methods, healing techniques, strategies, you know, therapies, all of this stuff is that they can work at different points in your life, right? But if you don't know yourself on a deeper level, you don't know when those different techniques, strategies, et cetera, are going to work. You're just gonna like keep on throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that it sticks. And this cycle, like I said, of stopping and starting, of staying in this patchwork mode instead of maintenance mode in the hypothetical, you know, building the house, like I said, will keep you exhausted. It will keep you burnt out. It's like trying the same thing and not not getting the result that you want. That keeps you exhausted, right? And so that's why it's so important to really figure out your solid foundation, your solid base of who you are, how you function in life. What are the things that you need? Knowing yourself on that deeper level to advocate for yourself in such a confident place that you're like, oh no, I definitely know this isn't going to work for me right now because I know myself on a deeper level. So if any of this seems at all interesting to you, I break this down so much more in this webinar that I'm going to link in the show notes below, but I wanted to break it down just a little bit in a short episode here for you, just to talk about how facing your emotions can actually lead to burnout and what you need to do in order to shift out of it. So the way that you need to shift out of it is you need to create that solid foundation, that solid base so that your life doesn't start to hemorrhage, right? Your past doesn't start to hemorrhage into your present and your future because you are worth it. You are worth finding out what works for you. You are also worth putting the time and effort into really creating that solid foundation for the rest of your life in your emotional and mental health. So proud of you. Thank you for being here. If you like this episode and if you like the Pivot Podcast, please make sure to like, subscribe, share, and do all of the things so that we can keep this podcast going. I will talk to you soon.